Hey, Bitch Talkers. Welcome to episode 244 of the Bitch Talk Podcast. How's it going? Uh, don't forget our shiny new bitchtalkpodcast.com website. You can find all our episodes there and our gorgeous photos. <laughs> They're in black and white. They look real good. Ange looks like she's wearing a camisole, but she's not. Um, Twitter, you can find us at Bitch Talk Pod. Facebook, Bitch Talk Podcast. Instagram, Bitch Talk Podcast, all one word. Or you can be old timey and email us at therealbtpod at gmail.com. In this episode, we have a color comedian and a uh, improvisational actor, if you will. Her name's Deborah Baker Jr. I like to add another junior. So Junior Jr., she is going to be at Sketchfest tonight, Thursday, January 18th, at the SF Sketchfest Nightlife. And then Friday, January 19th, uh, she is doing The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, which sounds really awesome. Mm. It's a staged reading of the... Uh, uh, John, Travolta. John Travolta. Thank you. I couldn't Flowing remember. Flowing hair. Flowing hair. 1970s film, I think. Um, and it's with a lot of her friends from the IFC show, Stand Against Evil, which you'll hear it in the interview, but uh, she's really meant for that role. So uh, <laughs> sit back, relax, and enjoy our interview with Deborah Baker Jr. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank thank you, you for, um, well, I was going to say coming back because we were supposed to do this last week and yep. your husband, is, is he okay? That's really what matters most. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, he is okay. He's um, alive, okay. which is right. really great. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> it's important um, in a husband. <laughs> yeah, it, it is very important in a husband. Um, I mean, I have Fleming backup, like, you know, for like the next go round in case yeah. he does take his dirt nap. As you do. Um, his dirt nap. We, <laughs> we, we don't need to go through that, that list just yet. But yeah, no, he's fine. It was very scary. Um, he was in a really gnarly motorcycle accident because my husband's a real cool guy and uh, drove a motorcycle um, for most of his life. But we're, I think we're going to take a hot beat on that now. Um, yeah, good he's, call. He's um, going to take a little hiatus. That's <laughs> good. Get, That's the get, like a, a car. So Yeah, <laughs> that's the New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't um, know it, but it is. Yeah, but yeah, I'm so sorry. We had a whole thing scheduled, and then I was um, in the hospital, and I like called my manager. And I was like, "Please call them and tell them I'm so sorry, but there's no way I can like they have no reception here. I'm like I'm out oh, of God. my mind." And she was like, "Deborah, don't yeah, worry about it." Exactly. I was like, I hate <laughs> um, she's like, "Yeah, we'll call them, Deborah. It's gonna be okay." I was like, "Okay, make sure make sure they understand." <laughs> oh no, no, um, of course. Yeah, but work always comes first for me, so it's like hard for me to like prioritize um but yeah no thank you so much for rescheduling of course deborah uh we're talking to you because you're going to be at Sketchfest in san francisco which is where we broadcast from uh later this week which is crazy I actually know. tomorrow, tomorrow on friday and, yeah i keep yeah. thinking it's monday yeah, are you the here holiday yet? this week <laughs> seriously <laughs> Yeah, no, I fly out tomorrow. I'm very excited. Yeah, so you are going to be a part of two shows. There's SF Sketchfest Nightlife, and then mm -hmm. that's Thursday, and Friday mm -hmm. the 19th, The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. First of all, I've seen a couple of the comedians that you'll be with uh, tomorrow night, and they are hilarious. Emily Catalano. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you get to yeah. catch her, she's hilarious if you haven't seen her already. And then Joseph Annalyn is kind of a homegrown guy here in 
he's hilarious as well. So, um, yeah, no, we're psyched. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing two nights. So, um, so Nate Mooney and I are flying up together and we're thick as thieves because of the show. So we're really excited to have like <laughs> a fun, like two, two days in San Francisco. Yeah. Is tomorrow's the nightlife. Is that just stand up comedy comedy or is it a little bit of both of sketch and comedy? Um, so tomorrow night at the art, arts and sciences, um, I don't know. I'm oh. just showing up. Um, California, doing, California nightlife. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing like, fun, I think we're doing like a, a mini stand panel. Um, I think we're going to be talking about season three, which is very exciting. Yes, congratulations. Announced. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know Dana and Janet and Nate and I are all going to be there. And I think just like a couple other like pals and um <laughs> yeah i think that's going to be like a fun night of a lot of different things um and then yeah friday we're doing the live stage reading which we've done a couple times in los angeles and new york um i think they did it last year at sketch fest of um plan nine from outer space mm-hmm. but we decided this year um janet and dana were like let's do a different one so we're gonna do um the boy in the plastic bubble the real gem of a movie that John Travolta John Travolta oh, God, yeah. I loved that movie yeah. his hair was gorgeous in that movie oh, yeah. it was all flowy it was flowy and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> what movie is his hair not gorgeous in though well it's a, a beautiful head of hair maybe I wasn't big on the long hair the Pulp Fiction long pony that yeah. wasn't my favorite it wasn't my favorite either not my favorite John Travolta hair <laughs> it was still beautiful and, and it is very and thick, thick. And, yeah yeah true <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're really mature. Anyway, moving on. This is really exciting. So friends of Stand Against Evil definitely need to check out this Thursday night show and at uh, the panel, right? Yeah, come to both. It'll be fun. It'll well, be I'm I'm sure to make it awkward and weird. So. <laughs> <laughs> just like us. Well, just like your character. I mean, Denise Miller, that, that must be such a fun character for you to play. Like I mean, Drinking wine, a box wine with a yes, straw. With a straw. I mean, yeah. how, how far is that a stretch from you in real life? That's why I was wondering. Um, not too far. Um, no, it's so funny because I, I went in for this role, what, three years now ago? And I was like, I feel like this role has been like written for me. Like Dana, the people ask all the time, like, so Dana wrote this for you, right? And I'm like, no, but I think we were friends in a past life or something because it, it is it is written in my language and in my cadence and um, it's just such a dream to play. And he's so great. Like, you know, Janet and I come from improv backgrounds. So like, there are a lot of takes where he's like, you guys want to just like do whatever you want on this one. I'm like, yep. That's so um, fun. I was going to ask you how much of it was improv because it, it just, it flows so naturally. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, we don't really have a ton of time to, we shoot the, four days so it's we get only one or two takes um for things so if we're lucky enough to get a third or we get it in the first one to like have to pl- you know time to play around um we're great but you know you have to be prepared every single second and we shoot um out of sequence as well so oh, like mm-hmm. everything that's shot in the kitchen we try to shoot it all out so you're doing four episodes at once wow um hmm. so it's a lot of homework and a lot of prep but so much fun and like everybody's such a dream to work with and uh it makes it that much more enjoyable even though it's so hard 
<laughs> well, on the uh, base, like the premise of the show, they deal a lot with ghosts and, and witches mm-hmm. and things like that. Where where do you stand on that? Are you a believer? <laughs> <laughs> What's your stance on ghosts and witches? I mean, I yeah, I, I mean, am. I was raised in Boston, Massachusetts, so I feel like um, the witches are ingrained in my in my blood. Uh, <laughs> I you know I had a large victorian like house in massachusetts Mm -hmm. growing up and it was very haunted i mean (gasps) i mean there's no like hmm do what do ghosts exist it's like no there was a ghost in my room (laughs) wow yeah yeah, i'm a believer in all of that kind of like hey man i'm i love all the spiritual hooky-jooky stuff but um (laughs) yeah i yeah i i think growing up with weird shit happening to you in your room and stuff and you know I, I have weird stuff happen to me all the time but I, I wouldn't say like Willard's Mill weird like I don't have like <laughs> goats turning into demons or anything Ooh. but uh, uh not yeah. yet huh but like go to what? the Philippines you'll see that oh yeah. <laughs> she's Filipino. I can say that. Um, just letting you know. <laughs> so, can you name can or can you tell yeah, us one of was... your go- like literal ghost stories? Yeah, I had like a really gnarly ghost living in my closet. Um, <gasps> oh my god! Um, <sighs> parents knew buying this home that they were like, you know, just so you know, like it is haunted, and my parents went whatever. Um, and so like weird stuff would always happen. And finally I like came in there bursting in tears and I was like, please, like it won't stop. The ghost won't stop. And my mom came in and she saw the door opening and closing and the lights going on and off. Oh my and God. in true <gasps> Deb, Deb Baker senior form, she senior, sat yeah. down on my bed and she was like, are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of yourself right now? You are making a little girl cry. Oh, you're so scary. You're making a little girl cry. You stop it right now. And it stopped and it never happened again. No. Um, But my mom is a boss. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is amazing. um, Yeah. So it's just like little stuff like that that, like, Little um, stuff. I don't know yeah, if it's, not, you know, that's not really little. I've had little stuff. That was, yeah. wait, were, were you the only one in the family that this ghost was haunting? Um, you know, I've never really looked at it that way. I've always just kind of sort of thought it was like a the closet type of thing. Mm. <laughs> it was just haunting the closet, right? Yes. Um, not you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you know, I have two younger siblings. Um, they, I, I don't, they were in different rooms. I don't, and they, they were so little. I don't think they would have remembered that house. Um, but like all three of us have had like experiences in like different family homes and like mm. when family members have passed, like we've all had like weird experiences and like mm-hmm. weird dreams that it's like, wait, that's that's a little bit too uncanny for all of us to have the exact same like X, Y, and Z. So yeah, I think we're all very like spiritual in that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, it just makes me wonder because I, I had a ghost in my in one of my houses while I was in college and um, she would appear to, to all of us. But one of my roommates in particular, she didn't like. <laughs> and when really? she was alone in the house, that's when she would get a little more violent. Like she would slam doors and, and move things mm. around. But with the rest of us, we just kind of saw her. And um, it's funny because the way that she eventually left and we never felt her again was she was turning the TV on and off as we were watching. And at one point I kept turning it back on and then it would shut off again. And then at one point I shouted just like your mom. And I was like, stop doing that. I I just kind of yelled that. And then it stopped and we never felt her again. Yeah. I mean, that's what they say. They say, if you like, if you acknowledge, but are like, you know, polite and courteous (laughs) about it. And you're like, you know, please, please don't be here. Or like, if I ever feel anything and I go into a room, 
and I'm like, oh, this is like real gnarly. Um, I will be like, mm, not for me. Or I'll be like, okay, please don't bother me. Like, huh. you know, not I'm not like a crazy person. I won't do it like around a lot of people. But if <laughs> you know, by myself in a hotel room or like by myself and like a whatever. I'm like, eh, no, thank you. Um, yeah, that's what they say. I don't know. Yeah. There's this really crazy bar that I used to live next to downtown called the One Eyed Gypsy. It's not open anymore, but um, it's Ooh. one of the most haunted places in Los Angeles. Oh. And the bartenders would have crazy stories, but that's what they would always say. They would always say, like, you know, we acknowledge and, like, you know, say goodnight and thank you and, like, all these things. Um, there was this one <laughs> security guard who worked there, I think, for maybe two days. And on his second day or something, he was in the men's room before the um, the place had opened. And he felt he had his earbuds in and his earbuds sort of like went staticky as he was using the restroom. And he felt these two hands wrap <gasps> around him. Oh my God. He took the earbuds out. There was nobody there. And this was like very large African-American man. <laughs> and they said he came out, he looked like a ghost and he was like, I'm out. And we're talking like a 300 pounds, like thick man. You don't want to mess with. was just like, <laughs> Nope, not for me. <laughs> and he never came back. Um, so like, you know, he's like, uh, I'm out of here. Yeah, no, no, not for me. Not for me. Um, but that place is like super, super, super haunted. I think it's called the Moroccan lounge now, but, um, Ooh. it used to be a brothel and then it like burnt down. So yeah, that's, that's super, it's like a super, super like haunted, haunted place. But uh, there's a lot of amazing haunted places in Los Angeles that I highly suggest people going to. <laughs> Which other ones? Yeah, well, you're my have partner to email here. Us a list. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Ange here is from LA, so yeah, um, the Roosevelt Hotel is. Very oh haunted. yeah, yeah, I've heard that I'm, about the Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which stories have you heard? You heard about the little kids around the pool? Ooh. Oh my god, yeah, my friend. Yeah, my friend used to work in a lot of hotels around there, and she told me about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Also, did she tell you about the the one room? that they're like still paying for like psych treatments for this like one person that works there? No. (laughs) Please tell us. What? So (laughs) like someone went crazy. Yeah. So every single night there's a room that calls um, and like everybody knows like, okay, this number is going to call, blah, 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 blah. No one's going to be there. So there's this new girl, I think, I might be getting the story wrong and I'm so sorry if I am. My husband used to work security. And so like Mm. he has like all these stories. So if I'm, messing something up. I'm so sorry. Someone can fact check me, but I'm pretty sure this is right. So she, she gets the phone call and she's like, um, nobody's in that room. So she tries, she goes upstairs. She goes and she like opens the door and it's like completely unlocked and she opens it and it's completely covered in blood. <gasps> and there's someone sitting there with their neck slit. No, Ob- obviously what is this the shining out and she runs downstairs. She's like losing her shit. She finds one of the security people. They go upstairs. They go, nothing's there. So. Um, no, and, and she the, swears. The security guard. Yeah, she swears. And it was, everyone's like, yeah, that's the room. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, supposedly the hotel's still paying for her, like, psych stuff. Because it's like, yeah, well, that's something that, like, happens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. Like, yeah, there's, like, a mirror that was in Marilyn Monroe's room. Supposedly you can see her in it sometimes. What? There's these two little kids that, are like, run around the pool that my husband has seen and, like, will be in and out of, like, rooms that are, that they're not, you know, um, 
being occupied that evening he'll see like the curtains pull open and shut and see the two kids there like, i think they drowned in the pool um it is yeah i think I, I did hear yeah something about or people being in the pool and seeing people in rooms that there mm-hmm. aren't anyone in yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's a super haunted hotel um i think the um there's this hotel that's downtown um the cicada it's like a very famous um restaurant uh and they filmed american horror story hotel there oh, oh. yeah that hotel mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but i think they use like so american horror story hotel i think they use like a ton of the real ghost stories from los angeles and just put them all in that hotel but Ooh. um yeah it's i mean yeah it's fun to talk about them <laughs> wait so why don't you have a reality show about hauntings <laughs> let's just get I that mean, rolling hello well, I don't know. I think like I can talk about it, but like like my phone's been disconnected twice for no reason. I think maybe I shouldn't shouldn't, right. shouldn't upset anybody. That no, I mean th- we're just we're not upsetting. We're, we're just talking about it. We're yes. being real. We're being respectful. So it's really like you were meant to be in this show, though, Stand Against Evil. I think so. I think <laughs> I definitely think so. <laughs> yeah. It was meant to be. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the house I, that we shoot in is also very haunted. Ooh, in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Ooh, what is that called? Or is it just someone's residence? Yeah, is it empty or um, I, it is. It's um it's an empty home. Um and we rent out the the land and the house. Um and and it also <laughs> has like Evie's house and it has an old shack on it. So like it's a lot of things that aren't next to each other in Willard's Mill but are conveniently next to each other for shooting purposes. Um uh in atlanta <laughs> because everything is on location and everything is like an old weird house or like an old field and mm. it's all very hot and buggy um but the house that we shoot in i didn't know this until this year um one of the security guards was like showing me through because my parents came mm. um to visit set and i was like hey do you mind if i like just show my parents my like my room like we're not shooting here today and she was like yeah but i'm not going inside and i was like oh okay <laughs> okay, that's weird. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you. She's like, that little girl's in there. And I was like, wait, what? And I, we, we had a whole season. Like I didn't hear anything about this. Um, she was like, yeah, I was in there and uh, I was like, you know, just doing my rounds through the house. And then I heard like walking and then I heard like running of little feet and there was nobody in the house. And then she told the, like the location manager or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I think they're like a girl died in the house. Um, and I had no idea. And what? also, like, not that I would, like, feel those things because, like, you know, you're there half awake sometimes and like, there's a million people around and stuff. But we went in with my parents and that was the first time I'd ever been in the house by myself with no crew members or lights. Right. Or anything. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, you do definitely get a weird feeling. <laughs> Wait, so you have an actual ghost in the house where you're filming scenes about ghosts and <laughs> demons and yeah. whoa. Mm-hmm. It's very meta. But I, yeah, I right? Feel like totally bad for her because if she's like some little girl and we're doing all this like weird freaky shit. So I was like, hey, I like went in there and like had like a little sit down. I was like, hey, so I know it's like weird. We're doing this stuff in your house, <laughs> but it's all fun and like. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, and I told Dana, I was like, Dana, did you know that there's like a little girl ghost in the house? He's like, no. And I was like, how did we not know this? <laughs> yeah. I guess when it's but loud then, and there's all these people around right. and it's easy to yeah. fall under the radar totally. for a ghost to fall yeah. under the radar. 
Yeah, but I think it would be fun if, like, someone took the time. I mean, I'm just putting it out there and, like, did frame by frame to, like, see if, like, maybe she's, like, making a cameo here. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my God, like in Three Men and a Baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, ghost the fake that. ghost that yes. ended up not being one, but right. anyway. Yeah. But this is a well, real one. Wow. Yeah. So when do you guys start filming So for the third season? Um, we start filming the third season. It's so exciting. Yeah. Um. I think the end of May will be there. End of May through June. Okay. Same same sort of deal that we had last year. Got it. So not too yeah. hot, but just getting hot. Mm, or hot. It's not too hot. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're used Actually, to it. You're from the, the East Coast. The swamp ass has begun hot. in May. <laughs> yeah. Um. It it was it was pretty fucking hot last year okay <laughs> it was uh, real bad never mind um, then i will it's gonna be fucking hot when you shoot <laughs> it's, it's it's i mean you know whatever i can't complain i'm getting paid like to do an amazing show with amazing people like you really can't complain it, it's hot it definitely is but i think it's just like i just think of it as an extra tool to use um that like gets you motivated to do x y or z like no the show doesn't take place in atlanta in the hot heat but um it does add an extra like weird element to things for sure. <laughs> well, I just, we have to wrap it up, but I just, I wanted to say thank you for calling in. We really appreciate it and rescheduling oh with us. And yes. we can't wait to see you at Sketchfest this week. Two shows uh, tomorrow. It's Thursday, January 18th. It's SF Sketchfest nightlife. And then Friday, January 19th, it is the boy in the plastic bubble, which sounds awesome. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. It's going to be amazing. And we can't wait for season three of Stand Against Evil. Oh, it's going to be a dream. It's going to be a dream. You're having a good year so far. <laughs> yeah, it is a great year. It is a great. And I just booked a weird puppet show, which oh. is like such a dream. <laughs> in the, in San Francisco or in L.A.? In L.A. Okay. Yeah, I just did all the voices for it. It's called Blark and Son. It's going to be on Go90. Um, and Chris Mintz-Ploss is one of the lead characters. Um, Jim Rash is in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Patton Oswalt's doing an episode. Oh, and it's fun. I don't oh, know who that yeah. is. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> who? Uh, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, have a great year and um, come back and see us. Oh, my gosh. Yes, please have me back anytime. You okay. guys are delightful. Aww, Thank you so, so much, Deborah. You. We love you. And next time we'll talk about your name and yeah. your mom, who's the senior. I was going to say, I love speaking to a, a junior that's a female. Yeah. You don't find that often. No. I know. But I that's going to be part two. Yeah, it'll be part two. It'll be part two. <laughs> well, thanks again, Deborah. All, yeah. all our best to your husband. And um, oh, yeah, tell so him much. there's Lyft and Uber so he can just take yeah. cars from now on. Mm-hmm. The yeah. bus is yeah, fun I'll and safe as well. Bubble. Yeah, yeah, he needs to be in a plastic bubble. <laughs> Very topical. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. And uh, hopefully we'll, see, we'll you see you at Sketchfest. Yes, I'll definitely see you guys. Okay. okay. Bye. 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 That was Deborah Baker Jr. Jr., also known as just Deborah Baker Jr. What stories? I mean, those stories were... Chills. I'm still a little freaked out. And also, uh, (laughs) if you couldn't hear it, I mean, obviously, Shar's an editing genius, but there were issues with our connection, and we do think maybe it was haunted. Yeah, ghost-related for sure. So we apologize, but blame, blame the ghosts, because clearly they don't want to be talked about. Or they wanted to be on the podcast too. They just like, wanted okay, don't everyone just talk about me, right? They wanted everyone to know <laughs> that they're there. But also, Deborah is lovely. I really would love for her to be in studio. At some I wish point. we had more time with her. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and I want to thank her again for rescheduling with us and being super professional. And even though her husband got into a 
terrible motorcycle accident. He's alive, obviously, um, but not uh, taking his dirt nap just yet, which that's going to be maybe my new... Your new that's your it's new It's my thing. new thing for 2018. Thank you, Deborah. Dirt nap. Yeah. Instead of like a bucket list, it's like a pre-dirt nap list. Yeah. List. <laughs> dirt nap. Uh, pre-dirt nap goals. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, go see Deborah at Sketchfest. She's tonight, uh, Thursday, January 18th. Sketchfest Nightlife with a couple of our favorite comedians as well. Uh, and then Friday, January 19th, The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Special stage reading. I don't even know what it means. It sounds hilarious. Um, you can find tickets at sketchfest.com. Thank you again for listening to episode 244 of the Bitch Talk podcast. Bitch, please.